Welcome back into Local News Live. I'm Clay Osterley. Appreciate you joining us today. It is Wednesday, August 31st, and I hope that I have Jonathan Sapi on the line with me. We've uh, had some connectivity issues in the past, and looks like we might be having some of that right now as well. Uh, but I, as I'm kind of working my way through this and getting reestablished on the call, I want to let you know what we're going to be talking about with Jonathan Sapi from KHNL in Honolulu, Hawaii. Today, uh, we got word that um, the man that is uh, the man that killed John Lennon has been denied several times for parole, but apparently he has gotten a parole hearing at this point. And so uh, I think I think we're good on audio. Uh, Jonathan, if you, uh, if you can hear me, I guess just give me a thumbs up so I know that I can come out to you. Nope. Okay. We're still having issues here. So I'm going to, uh, do this instead. We are going to use a different source for audio sources. Just bear with me here as we continue to get established with Jonathan. All right. All right, Jonathan, sorry about the audio issues. We've had this uh, problem before, but hopefully you can hear me. I can hear you great now. Awesome. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Let's, uh, let's get you uh, popped up on the screen here so people can see who I'm talking to. And, uh, you know, of course, I, I don't want to hide the, the fact that, you know, you're, you're the much prettier person than I am, that's for sure. So uh, there we go. Let's get you up on the screen. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, uh, talk to me a little bit here. We've got uh, some interesting news today related to Beatles uh, frontman John Lennon and uh, the uh, fact that uh, his killer is now possibly getting a parole case. news that we were able to confirm yesterday here at Hawaii News Now and then sent it out to our partners across the Gray Media Network. Uh, here's who we're talking about, Mark David Chapman. Yes, he is in custody, still in prison in New York for the murder of John Lennon back in 1980. So I was talking to New York officials. They say that there is a parole hearing scheduled for sometime this week. They wouldn't give me the exact date, but they said after that parole board meeting takes place, they will have two weeks. The board will have two weeks to make a decision on whether or not to grant Chapman Parole. He was first eligible for parole in 2000 and oh, just in the year 2000, I should say. He's since been denied 11 times. This will be his 12th time up for parole. So that's the latest we have from New York officials. Still waiting to confirm when that hearing is going to take place. And then we'll have that two week window to know whether or not Chapman will be released. Jonathan, folks might be wondering, what what is uh, Chapman's connection to uh, Hawaii there? Because obviously uh, you guys covering it uh, from New York all the way to the Aloha State. Yeah, there's a really big reason why we keep a close tab on this story here in the islands. That's because Chapman was a resident here in 1980 when he decided to go and kill John Lennon. He was married and had just lost his jobs here. Um, I'm going to play out a little bit of some of the documentary that we've produced here at Hawaii News Now that gives you a little bit more insight to his ties to Hawaii. I was standing there with a gun in my pocket. 
1980, Mark David Chapman was out of work. Nahua Street in Waikiki is a security guard and maintenance man. Chapman did something very strange and they say out of character for him the day he suddenly quit his job. He signed out on the employee's log as John Lennon. Oh yeah, crazy. And he, he spent a lot of time pacing. Many saw the signs of his long history of mental illness. Not long after our wedding, things started to change in our relationship. He was married and still living on Oahu when he decided to head to New York City and kill Beatles star John Lennon, a man he was obsessed with. I was watching Little House on the Prairie when suddenly, like a ticker tape, John Lennon had, has been shot. I just knew it was Mark. This is the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. Former Beatle John Lennon, who was 40, was shot and killed outside his luxury apartment in New York. Again, that's some of the clips from our H&N documentary. Chapman was sentenced, sentenced, of course, to 20 years to life and again, been denied parole 11 times. Again, recapping the news we learned this week, he is eligible for parole uh, as of 2000. He's going up for that 12th parole board hearing this week sometime. We don't have the exact date. But if you want to watch more of that H&N documentary, it's called I Just Shot John Lennon, the Mark David Chapman story. In it, we run through so many more connections and archive video with the ties to Hawaii, including where the gun was purchased. You'll see where the gun was purchased that actually killed John Lennon. You're going to hear a lot from his wife. Uh, you're also going to hear a lot from other employers who knew him when he lived there and lived here and other people who had interactions with Mark David Chapman leading up to that fatal shooting. A lot of people don't know this, but he actually went twice to New York with intentions to kill John Lennon. He went in October, then again in December. He backed out in October. In the documentary, his wife, Gloria, even describes picking him up from the airport that first time he went. She had no clue he was going there to kill John Lennon. But the spooky thing is, when he got into the car that she picked him up from, he handed her a gun that was still cold from in the cockpit, and she was in shock. She knew something wasn't right. And it she he did back out in that october but then again in december he went on another trip he told her it was to clear his mind and to focus on being an adult he had gotten into just really bad depression he was dealing with all sorts of mental illness problems he began drinking heavily and pulling back from his family life is how she describes it and becoming more reclusive in the months leading up to that tragedy so a lot of information there and a lot of things people really don't know about, especially those Hawaii connections. Uh, really uh, fascinating stuff here, uh, Jonathan, of course. Um, I was just l looking up uh, some information. It looks like uh, Chapman was born in the uh, mid-50s, so that's going to be having him somewhere in the upper end of his 65, yeah. Yeah, 70s there. Um, and and now trying to get out of prison. So did do you know, I'm going a little off uh off course here, but do you did it? Did he get a life sentence for that? Okay, twenty years to life. Yeah, so he wasn't eligible for parole until the year two thousand. So again, this is his twelfth time. Uh, every other year, he gets to go up again. The last time being in two thousand, which of course marked the fortieth anniversary of the killing of John Lennon back in twenty twenty. Wow. Uh, I guess uh, a question that uh, some folks may be wondering uh, a little bit more about Chapman here. Has he remained married to his wife, Glory, all these years? 
Yeah, they've remained married. She's even visited him, visited him from time to time. I have a picture I can show you. A more recent picture of him and her together. That's her visiting him in New York at while he's in custody. So they get these private visits. They do remain married. And in the documentary, like I said, we explore a lot about their relationship. I wanted to play out just a little bit more about that. And you'll hear more from Gloria Chapman and more about that after she found out the news that her husband had just killed probably one of the most famous people on the planet. The manager of Kukui Plaza, where Chapman has been living with his wife, says threats have not been received there. But extra security is on hand just in case. A guard was posted this afternoon at the Chapman's 21st floor apartment. Chapman's wife, the former Gloria Abe, is reported to be inside with a woman friend, declining to speak with reporters. We approached the door at about 7 this morning, before the guard was posted, and heard crying. Now, alone in our apartment, I was, I just paced around, and all I could say over and over was, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so thankful that I knew God at that terrifying moment so that I could call out to him to comfort me. My life changed, changed dramatically that night, as you can imagine. I was now Mrs. Mark David Chapman, the wife of a murderer, and not just any murderer, but one whose victim was known and loved by millions around the world. I just want to say that I'm just still, again, very concerned about Mark, and I'm just very, very sorry that this had to happen to uh, Yoko Ono and, and her family and that her husband had to die. Yeah, that was Gloria Chapman then back in the 1980s speaking to reporters. Can you imagine the stress she was under her attorney? And she is always denied and never been charged in any way in connection with the murder or any knowledge of it going to take course she has always said that her husband was dealing with a lot of mental illness and that she was she stuck with him because she does have faith and she christian values that she has has kept her marriage she has says she took those vows and she's going to stick to them uh through even this and she has uh i have not spoken to gloria other than through email uh but fascinating story she does give some lectures which you'll see in um the documentary both of them work with prisoners a lot with with preaching and also with religious aspects in the prison network they've published a number of pamphlets together she's also she doesn't do many interviews at all you're not going to find many of them out there she didn't even sit down for us for this interview what she did supply me with was a podcast interview that she did and also a lecture she gave at a church which gave us great insight into their relationship it really really did um so what else i can tell you about her in the documentary is that as at least as of a couple of years ago she was still living here on oahu as well um but i cannot even imagine the pressure she was under in front of that media though so you can only think of the media that was surrounding the story all the way from New York to Hawaii, the biggest story of the year, 1980 in December. Uh, a lot of people learned the news actually on a football game that was playing. They actually, uh, there's um, an ESPN documentary that even talks about it, how the announcers were sort of had this backstage debate on whether or not to say it during the football game. Mm. And of course the announcer ended up did saying it. Also, just so you know, what gave us the whole idea or gave me the whole idea to do this documentary, it was a pandemic project. We did this in 
uh, relation to the 40th anniversary, like I mentioned, 2020 of the passing of John Lennon. Uh, so it was a pandemic product project. I was in my apartment building, and I'll cue up this, because if you noticed, at the very beginning of that last clip I just showed you, it was this apartment building where the couple was living in downtown Honolulu. And actually, that's where I heard about this story. I was living there in the pandemic in this apartment building, literally four stories below where the Chapmans had lived. And one of my neighbors had alerted me to that story. And then I came to work and asked some people, some of our old timers here in the newsroom, what it was all about. I'm like, I never heard of this. I can't believe this connection. They're like, oh, yeah, start digging in our archives and you'll see some stuff. And we certainly did. Jonathan, I, you know, obviously so many people have a fascination with the Beatles, and uh, and I'm sure that, well, anybody watching this right now, the Spotify is probably going to see the Beatles songs uh, go up today after after talking about this. But um, I guess I, what I wanted to move into, we kind of talked about uh, Gloria's side of all of this. Of course, that's uh, Chapman's wife. But John Lennon has a lot of family members that are still alive today. And I guess I'm wondering how the Lennons feel about the possibility of his killer getting out of jail. Yeah, I believe he has two sons. And of course, Yoko Ono is still alive. I believe she's 89 years old. So she's the widow of John Lennon. And she has sent many letters over the years to the parole board asking them to deny parole. Now, I don't have information on whether or not she has done that or any family members have done that for this hearing. Uh, I don't have that information, but I can tell you that she has written letters before and it one of them said, quote, I am afraid it will bring back a nightmare, the chaos and confusion once again. Myself and John's two sons would not feel safe for the rest of our lives, is how she described it in one of the letters she has written to the parole board in a past hearing. Again, we don't know if she's changed her mind. Maybe she has, maybe she hasn't, or maybe some of those family members have as well. So those things will probably become more public. I actually have put it in a FOIA request for the transcripts of the parole hearing when it, in fact, happens. Of course, like I said, New York officials would not give me the exact date of the hearing, only saying it was going to happen this week. And then after it happens, there would be a two-week period for that parole board to make a decision on whether or not to release Chapman. I mean, obviously, somebody's going to find out about the time and the date of this hearing. It's, I'm sure it's going to be a frenzy as well whenever that does happen. Um, uh, I, I guess... Uh, well, it's only already Wednesday, so there's only... If it didn't happen today, there's only two more days in this week when it could happen, at least if it sticks to the schedule. And, I, Jonathan, I, I'm sure you did a, a little bit more research, of course, than I did when we were coming into this topic, but... Um, it, it said as part of the documentary there that Chapman was obsessed with Lennon. Um, and, of course, then you read uh, the fact that uh, Yoko Ono says, hey, our, myself, my children, we, we wouldn't feel safe if this guy gets back on the street. So uh, I guess the parole board has a really tough task here at deciding, is it safe to release this guy? Yeah, obviously he has apologized and take, res, taken responsibility for this in some of the interviews he's done in the past. With Larry King, even, he did straight up take responsibility for this. But the idea of obsession is really what his sort of mental state revolves around, the obsession. He was also obsessed with the book Catcher in the Rye, which has a theme in it about phonyism. 
And he also saw, so the tie to John Lennon is, he saw John Lennon as a phony as well. And that's why, because of his obsession with the book and the novel, and it, that he tied that to John Lennon, and that's why he targeted him. So I do want to play out just a little bit more of uh, our promotional teaser for this documentary, just to give you a little bit more insight of what's in there. So let me just roll that. Former Beatle John Lennon, who was 40, was shot and killed last night outside his luxury apartment in New York. The alleged killer is an unemployed security guard and printer who had lived in Hawaii. I'm very, very sorry that this had to happen. December 8, 1980 was one of the darkest nights of my life. News of Lennon's death touched off a wave of shock and mourning around the world. It was just full court press in this story. He knew something subconsciously that he was looking into the eyes of the person that was going to kill him. Nothing special about the sale. Pretty, pretty strange character. They brought out Lennon. He was, he was limp. It takes a deranged person to single out one of the most well-known people in the world. First thing he said was, I acted alone. And I was uh, ready for this to happen. I even heard a voice, my own, inside of me say, do it, do it, do it. Again, the name of the documentary, I Just Shot John Lennon, the Mark David Chapman story. It's available on our, all of our Hawaii News Now digital platforms. That's our OTT streaming platform, our news app on your phone, or even our website, HawaiiNewsNow.com. You can find it in any of those places. We've also posted it to YouTube as well, so it's a quick Google search. You'll find it right away. Jonathan Sapi from KHNL in Honolulu, Hawaii, covering this uh, story for us today. As uh, you've just mentioned, that uh, the man that uh, killed John Lennon is now expected to get a parole hearing at some point this week. And then we should have a decision by the parole board within the next two weeks after that. And so uh, we appreciate your time, Jonathan. And uh, you, go, ahead and, go ahead and take this to the casino here. I, you'll, you'll see me on your website later on today watching this documentary for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's uh, only about 30 minutes long. It was actually one of our highest rate rated locally produced specials in the year of 2020. So it, it's worth a watch. You're going to learn a lot, hopefully. Very good. Thanks, Jonathan. We sure appreciate your time and uh, have the best day ever, man, as, as the day is very young still in Hawaii. Yes, only nine o'clock here. <laughs>